Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you? <laughs> well, I still haven't had a shower. Oh. And it's, um, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. So that's oh, Sorry just for pretty... anyone in Guildford or <laughs> who has come into contact with Zoe today. <laughs> the DPD guy just looked at me and was like, skanky bitch, go and get in the shower for God's sakes. Um, no, it's one of those days where I got into my Lycra because we always say this, don't we? That yeah. Get into your Lycra and you're going to train. Well, guess what? It hasn't happened yet. And I've had a Reese's, a Reese's Pieces, a muffin and a croissant. So things have gone really well for me today. Oh, I think that sounds like a dream day, to be honest. <laughs> How are you, mate? Great. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. Just um, looking forward to a bank holiday weekend. Um, not that I have any plans. I mean, how annoying is this whole thing of booking? Like, oh, I'm God. just not a booker. Do you know what I mean? I'm a wake up and, you know, look at the weather and think, oh, it looks lovely. Let's do something. Not, oh, in three weeks time on Friday at two o'clock, I might want to go for lunch. I'm just not that person. <laughs> oh, called up the Ivy. <laughs> God, I was like, oh, me and Dol's going to go for a really nice fancy dinner next week. And um, I was like, oh, hello. Um, can I book a table for two? Um, it's, it's date night uh, next Thursday. And they were like, one moment next Thursday. Yeah, fully booked. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, what about next Wednesday? And like, one moment. No, yeah, no, that's fully booked. So I was like, okay, what about the following Monday? She was like, one moment. That's fully booked as well. And I was like, can you just tell me when you're fully booked? And she was like, May the 29th. I was like, oh, why the fuck didn't you just say that to me before I started telling you, like, giving you, like, different date options? I mean, yeah, giving me false hope. Mum, <laughs> never going to get a dinner out ever. Also, who are all these people booking? Can everyone just stop? <laughs> can everyone just stop booking? Not our now? lovely listeners. They can carry on doing it. But everyone else is not listening to the podcast. Yeah, stop. or if you're booking, can you book for us as well? <laughs> and then just message us and be like, oh, I've got your table at wherever on this day and we'll go. Just, yeah. I'm not used to this organised life. Listen, I'm just over the moon that things are getting back to some sort of normality. And that is why today's Q&A, we decided to kind of find out how you guys are feeling about the world opening back up, about restrictions being eased, about the fact that we can kind of go out and have a drink, meet friends and stuff. And we just wanted to check in, really. Yeah, absolutely. And also just answer any questions that you might feel like, you know, like a little bit silly, like answering, like asking rather, because just... 
I think about some people, you know, they had a baby in March last year or June or whatever, and they might not have, you know, taken their baby out to a restaurant yet or had to like teach their babies how to nap in the pram and it all feels quite daunting um when you haven't done something breastfeeding in public if you haven't done it before um you know all all these things that we you know we haven't gone through we but there will be so many people feeling this way and we yeah and stopping people from like going out and socializing because they're worried about these things um yeah we just want to have a chat about it really yeah Exactly. So yeah, thank you so much. Loads of questions come in. I'll kick things off. Uh, George, are you finding socialising exhausting nowadays? <laughs> Naturally extrovert, but um, the person that sent the messages in says that they're struggling. Do you know what? If I could find a table, I'd like to feel <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not finding it exhausting yet, but I definitely don't want to go back to the days when I felt like I had to have a plan every single day of the week yeah I definitely don't want to do that I quite like you know waking up on a Sunday sometimes and thinking you know what let's just stay at home today yeah um I I, I quite yeah I quite like that and we just used to pack so much into our lives that's just probably just not that necessary so yeah how about you Zoe by the end of the day after working parenting cleaning you know cooking all that stuff I literally get the kids into bed and I'm not joking I'm going to bed at eight o'clock we get into bed at eight o'clock every single night and and I'm knackered I'm asleep by nine o'clock I'm sleeping from nine until kind of half five and then it just begins again I, I just wish that I wouldn't get woken up that early I just want one day where I choose to wake up at eight is that too much to ask it's not it's not too much to ask it's really not too much to ask but yeah I think that's just one of that's just having young kids mate I feel like we've been having this conversation for like three years is the podcast getting boring so I need to stop saying that we've got somebody that listens that's like I really love it when you have your positivity pants on so I'm sorry if I'm moaning and I think everybody (laughs) with young kids who listens will get that feeling that actually it'd be quite nice to be bored uh, be tired from socializing but I'm just tired from life and parenting at the moment yeah do you know what? And the next person is literally wrote, exhausted, forgot how tiring being being busy was. Need a weekend in just to chill and catch up. I get it. I totally get it. Because that's the thing, isn't it? When you're a parent, like all week, if you're at home, you know, more with the kids and you take on more of that role, you by Friday, you're absolutely shattered. And the last thing you want to be doing is chatting to anyone you almost just want to lie down and just recuperate (laughs) ready for the next week and that's really it's sad it's like sometimes I think about that I'm like god this is really sad that I'm basically just trying to recuperate ready to do it all over again (laughs) where's the break (laughs) yeah I mean Um, there just isn't there just isn't is there no, no, definitely not. Um, someone said, I'm finding it hard to let go of routine nap times when socialising. Totally get this. Yeah, want to socialise but feel anxious about family babysitting as toddler isn't used to them. Listen, I completely understand this thing of routine and nap times. Yeah. When we went into lockdown last year, Gigi was like eight months old, I want to say. And she'd been so used to like just sleeping in the car because I'd be dropping Axel to preschool and then going to the gym and doing all these things things and she was never good at napping in the day and then as soon as we went into lockdown she's so good at napping during the day now and it does like it's awful but if someone asks to meet me at like 11 I'm like no sorry I I can't I can't meet you at 11 it's either 9 30 or 3 30 
<laughs> I can't meet you any other time because I want her to sleep at yeah. home. Yeah. But what I have said to myself now is one or two days a week, I'm just going to have to let it go. Otherwise, I'm going to yeah. feel so restricted. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, you know, good advice or bad advice, but that's just what I'm doing is that I'll let it go a couple of days a week for myself and, you know, for my, you know, my own needs. Um, but as long as the majority of the week she's she's having her set nap times at home, then I'm cool with it. I think that's really good advice. And I think, yeah. you know, the routine is for, for as much for you as it is for baby. And yeah. we need a routine as, as, as parents. We need to have a routine for the kids because that means that we can have a shower and yeah. you know do some life stuff another one around napping how do you get a baby to nap on the go after them being so used to napping in their cots oh my god this is from someone called sally sally you and i are like sally, spirit yeah. animals because <laughs> <laughs> animals and is that, is that how you say it spirit <laughs> animal what are we trying to say animals well, that's spirit- right isn't it yeah, it is. <laughs> Am- you saying aminals? 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 Oh my god, we've actually lost the plot. We really have lost oh the plot. God, We're really I'm- sorry. My like foggy. I'm saying it's like HRT menopause brain, but I think it's just me being an absolute. Sometimes <laughs> I can't get things out. Um. Anyway, Sally. I had this issue with Kit because he just would not nap on the go. He literally wanted to be in the dark in his room, in his yeah. cot with the white noise on. And I couldn't get him to nap in the car. He wouldn't nap in the pram when we were out and about. He was just so busy. He wanted to look at everything. Then he would get really worked up because he would be so overtired. And it was mm. it was just um, a vortex of disaster, basically. And so, yeah, I... It, to be honest with you, I spent about six months just being at home with him. Um, and I would just yeah. get back for nap times. And, you know, it was just one of those. So I tried everything. But then I sort of decided, like, he was a really good sleeper at night. So in my head, I was like, if I can only get him to have one nap, you know, for about half an hour in the car, then, you know, in the day, then I then I could sort of mentally deal with it because he was doing 12 hours at night. But it was definitely a real struggle for me. And there is no, I don't have the magic pill for you, unfortunately. It's just a case of how how long does your child need to nap for in the day? And, you know, if they get that nap, will they sleep at night? That was basically the question I used to ask myself. Do you know what I was going to say? I was actually out with a friend for lunch um, last week and... um, her, she had a baby during lockdown and so never had to do this before and she had her little white noise machine attached to the buggy and she had um, like a cover like a literally like a blackout blind for your um for your pram oh. I've got one it's called a snoo shade and she literally like took him off and just rocked him with the white noise on for like 10 minutes and he did go to sleep but she's worked out that it's not the noise that wakes him up. It's changing of like atmosphere. So if she had gone, like say we're walking outside and say she'd gone inside a shop, he would wake up because it's like the change of atmosphere. So I would maybe just try and time, you know, time your nap if you're out, like just while you're walking or, you know, whatever it is, or while you're sitting having lunch. Yeah, exactly. Don't move. Don't move. (laughs) Don't me. <laughs> um, um, right. Scared to go anywhere with my toddler who wants everything he can't have. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. I get this. I so yeah. get this. Yeah. Um, 
I feel a bit like this with Gigi at the moment. I mean, I'm, I always take her out. I've always taken the kids out, you know, for dinner and all that kind of thing. I've always been that mum, but we've had the break from it. And I've now got Gigi who doesn't want to be in the buggy and, you know, we're shopping in M&S or whatever. And she's, today she was like oh trousers and then pulls the trousers off the off the mannequin and you're like oh fuck but you know what I do think they have to learn you know they have to learn these things and if we don't take them to places they're never gonna learn and I like to think that people are understanding Mm -hmm. I like to think that and I think sometimes that's the that's why we feel anxious in those situations is because of other people and I like to think yeah most people 99% of people around have been in that situation have seen that situation happen loads of times and I get it and I think that's what we need to let go of what other people think and then as long as they're not in danger and as long as you're not really upsetting yourself I think we just got to yeah, like just try and let them yeah, get let on go. with it in yeah. some ways. Yeah, I completely echo you, George. In fact, to be honest with you, I'm just going to put this person at ease. I'm the mother in Tesco whose son is hiding um, in amongst the like washing detergents, knocking over glass mayonnaise bottles and smashing them in aisle 22. Um, you know, Kit... Kit's whole mission in life is to cause as much carnage when we go out as possible. He yanked over a mannequin the other day and then he lay on top of it saying, I love you, Nina. I love you, Nina. And I was like, that's quite sweet. But also, can you just stop pulling down all of the stuff that's not supposed to be touched? Um, and and like you said, like I, I think my anxiety around what other people were going to say or think you know the looks or the comments or whatever I was just like I was like oh well he's you know he's two he's now three but whatever you know I was just kind of like whatever and I just people have to understand and if they yeah. don't, I'm going to give them the birdie when they walk off. Exactly. And we want them to grow up to learn how to, you know, yeah. how you behave in shops. And we can't do that by keeping them out of them. Nope. So, yeah. Um, going back to work after Matt leave during lockdown and don't know what to expect. I think this is so weird for so many people because some people are going back to work, but virtually so you know like you might be starting a new job and not actually meeting those people face to face or you might be joining back you know on zoom or just over email or you might be going back into the office but I think the working world has changed like so dramatically um in the last year and I sort of feel like if you're coming back after Matt leave now it's going to be pretty, not good for you, but I think people's views have changed on work-life balance. I think people are a lot, you know, happier for people to work from home, are a lot more understanding and empathetic of people's situations. So I would say that that's a real positive of coming back to work Mm -hmm. after, you know, after Matt leaving lockdown. Um, Yeah, I agree. But it's always a tricky, it's always a tricky time. um, But I, I... I mean, I quite enjoyed going back to work after Matt leave because I felt like I was free again. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But I did. It's nice to use your brain for something else. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you've just said it all there, George. But I think, you know, it might be there will be a period of adjustment for you where you'll feel, gosh, I don't, you know, we never like change as humans. We're just we're just routine, routine, routine. And when something gets flipped on its head again, there's always a period of feeling like you're a bit out of control and a bit anxious. And that we really hear you on that. That's that's yeah. that's like a normal normal emotions to feel. But it'll soon 
it'll you'll soon start finding your own pattern with it and hopefully you can get what you want out of it and just you know just being you again just being on your own and having some space away from your from your baby is like it's a good thing yeah agreed how to keep a baby entertained so you can eat lunch out one year old so too young to color oh gosh that's such a hard age actually one oh god um, I mean, if we knew um, that, I reckon we'd be like living on some yachts somewhere really nice. Because that's like, yeah. what you do is put your baby here and they just yeah. don't speak play for an hour. This, play this music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one is a really tricky age to expect them to be entertained yeah. when you eat lunch out. I mean, Gigi's technically one, but she's almost two. Yeah. Um, and she's got an older brother and it makes so much difference yeah. where she's entertained by him. I'm just trying to think of things that... I think Georgia and I really like really have an emergency rucksack in your boot which has got um their favorite little toys that they play with at home whether it's like one of those scrunchy books or whether it's you know whatever sort of rattles Even or little puzzles cars. or little cars. little cars are quite good on the yeah, table little yeah. figurines that they can play with Di- uh, probably not dice because I'll put them in their mouth but like <laughs> Don't put dice in your rucksack. Um, but just no. their, their sort of favourite toys that they play with at home, just put them in a rucksack and keep them in the boot. And then when you, you, you what you don't want to do is be in a restaurant situation or in a, sorry, a pub garden situation and you're not going to have anything to entertain them and then you're sort of like giving them sachets of sugar and they get bored or try and eat them. So um, I just be prepared with little things. And yeah, I mean, you just do what you like need to snacks. do. Like snacks. I think like little snacks, snacks that take a long time to eat. <laughs> Always good. Um, a phone. <laughs> but yeah, so I was going to say, like, if they'll sit and watch a phone, I mean, Gigi will sit and watch like nursery rhymes on YouTube now. Um, and I feel that's just a game changer, isn't it? When they do that. <laughs> Absolutely oh, fine. God. It really is. And it's really wonderful when they'll sit down and watch like a TV program. Oh, it's, it's like goal. It's, it's my goal. <laughs> it's <just> the goals. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, I mean, there's loads of little things. If you go into the works as well, they've got like little bits and bobs that you could if they're not into coloring yet one you know it will come like it does come Gigi will sit and do it now like those little watercolor things you're not going to get too messy um yeah just have yeah like Zoe says a a bag of tricks emergency tricks in the boot yeah exactly I've never been a mum in the normal world I'm terrified (sighs) oh I think so many people will be feeling like this Thank you for so saying that to us because that's a big yeah. admission and that is, you know, very valid. Lots of people are going to be feeling like this. Mm, you've just got to try and create your new normal, whatever that looks like for you and just take baby steps, you know, talk to people about your anxieties, talk to people about your fears and just go at your own pace. Just because the world is opening back up, it doesn't mean that you have to open back up as quickly. Do you know what? I was going to say that. And if you are meeting, you know, a friend and like I just said, and they say, oh, can we meet at 10? And you think, oh, I don't want to meet at 10 because then I'm going to be in a rush. I really think you just need to be so open about this. Like, you know what? I'm a new mum I've never done this before I'm a bit worried like about if I'm gonna have everything or if they're gonna nap or if they're gonna be okay can we meet in this place because I know it's near boots and if I need anything I can run out and grab it I just like Zoe said take take baby steps go at your own pace but also just make people aware that that's how you're feeling yeah um there's other questions here like what was it like taking your little one out by yourself for the first time feeling anxious and I think We've all felt like that, lockdown or not. We've all felt 
that going out for the first time with a baby going out for the first time with two children like mm. it all feels new and it all feels scary doing bath time with two yeah. you know for the first time that feels scary doesn't it um and it's just it's all normal but it will come and each time you do it it will get easier and you'll learn you know you'll learn how you how you do it and what works for you um yeah definitely yeah, everyone um, will be feeling like this so we'll be back right after this planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, I, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah, yes. let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird you, dance moves. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Welcome back. Now, where were we? I've just seen two questions that are quite similar as well. Trying to do it all, work, be a good mum, friend, girlfriend, feel like I'm drowning. And then somebody else saying, it's just a lot. First time worker, first time mum is too much for my brain to deal with sometimes. It is a lot. It is so much and it is overwhelming and Mm. it does feel like you're drowning. And both Georgia and I can really relate to this where you're like just throwing all of these balls up in the air just hoping that you don't drop one of them and then there's this big explosion where you're like I can't cope with this anymore what what everyone's pulling I'm like an octopus I said this to Caroline Britton in that podcast that we did um about you know making some time for yourself and feeling overwhelmed and feeling burnt out the chat we had with Anna Matha and it's like you have to be able to protect yourself you are not going to be able to do it all and you shouldn't have to do it all and actually it's okay to put one of the things down and say not now not doing that now I'm concentrating on this, you know, yeah. like you can't be all things to all people and be smashing it because there's nothing left for you. You're you're like an empty vessel that's been completely drained. And I feel this a lot, you know, I had a major meltdown last Sunday because I was like, 
I've been working all week. You know, I was I was trying to host Kit's birthday. I was pick up the cake, do this, be a good wife, clean the house. We had an ant infestation. I was trying to do the laundry and I was just like, I just picked a fight about something completely irrelevant. And, but it was just my way of going, enough. Like yeah. I'm boiling over here, enough. And then I like had a big word with myself and I'm like, it, you're allowing it to happen to yourself. You know? Yeah, no, I, I totally, absolutely agree. I think, you know, we've all this year had, you know, just family work that that's been our life, you know, fat home life, work life, that's it. And now we're adding back in the socializing and it does feel like another thing to, you know, to fit into our days. Mm. Um, but absolutely, as like, as Zoe said, just know that those feelings are completely valid and that you can't do it all. You can't be it all and you can't do it all for everyone. And you can't do it unless you're looking after yourself. So um, you just got to listen listen to your instincts and do what feels right for you right now. Yeah, exactly. Worried my 15-month-old isn't very social, crying a lot when around other kids, babies and becoming clingy. I've heard this so much recently. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. I think I really it's have. as well. I think you've got to chuck into the mix that they, they go through these periods of being really clingy where they won't go to anybody else. In fact, I've still got one really spiky mate. She's not she's not such a good friend anymore. Who's <laughs> often she often says to me, Oh, how's Luna? Is she still really clingy to you? And it's like, she's four and a half now, mate. <laughs> like she goes to preschool, she went through a period of doing it, but like that's normal. That's what she doesn't have kids. Like that's just what kids oh, do sometimes. So like, yeah. Back exactly. off, sister. I think that's an age that's definitely an age thing as well. And then chuck in a pandemic where they haven't been socializing with other kids or going to baby groups and everything. Wow. Yeah. It is a worry. Definitely. But don't give up, like don't give up on it and don't like avoid those situations because they're hard to deal with. I think each time it will just get easier and easier as they get used to being around other children again. But as I said, like it is, it's quite normal pandemic or no pandemic um, for children to become quite clingy around that age. Um, So yeah. Get, get, and also just for you, you know, kids are so adaptable as quickly as they've adapted to life in lockdown they'll adapt again to getting back out there and it's just encouragement from us they you know they look to us for that reassurance that everything's going to be okay and you know using all the right language Chris and Rose from Expect the Best we're going to do an episode with them where we kind of talk about all of this and the effects that lockdown's had on kids and what we can do to kind of make them feel better now the world's opening back up again so we'll definitely come back to this for you guys Yes, absolutely. I've just seen something about reins and it is interesting because I was thinking about this the other day. Did it did you use reins on Kit or Luna? Reins? Yeah, you know like the they're like a little back they have like a backpack and then it's got like a that's like a lead, isn't it? Like attached. Um, so they can go running and then but obviously they can't go too far. Oh yeah, okay. No, I tried to use one that was like a tiger one at the airport once, but yeah. um I'll never do it again because he basically just lay on the floor and then wouldn't move. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's what happened with Axel. That's exactly the same. I put this backpack on him and he just stood still, didn't move, and then I took it off and he'd run again, and then I put it back on and he'd just stand still. Um Cause it's yeah, but Gigi found these reins literally this morning, and she put the backpack on, and she was walking around the house with Axel, and he was holding the reins. And I did think like, oh, like maybe that's a good idea. But she doesn't really run off. Right. She's just more like, will grab onto a lamppost and not let go. You know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. She doesn't really run run away. She right. just does like really annoying. 
but I'm not I'm not really I don't really have thoughts on them I mean if they work for you they work for you is the question what do we think of them yeah someone's put thoughts on reins I'm just not so not I'm just not sure I think I think if they work I think if they work for you like as in if you're anxious if you've like Georgia said if you've got a runner if you've got someone yeah if you've got someone who's gonna run in the road yeah then put those reins on and don't worry don't worry about it or like if you're concerned about them running like Kit for example he just legs it off in the supermarket I mean I can't tell you how many times I've had heart failure thinking I'd lost him in the baguette section because I'm like where the (laughs) hell is he but um but yeah if you've got a runner then think about it but if not I don't know just a handhold just get get hold of their hand yeah definitely um there's one here about how to manage anxiety of people seeing weight increase from lockdown it triggers my eating disorder past oh I hear you that's a tough one it is someone else was saying um about being worried what people are going to think of their appearance when they go yeah it's it's really hard isn't it I mean I think this really goes back to how you feel about yourself because regardless of whether you you know haven't seen friends or family for a while if if you're feeling like something's gone on you know with the way that you look or feel then that is about you addressing what's going on and what's triggering that like you're saying you're concerned about people commenting on your appearance but like if you're okay with your appearance and you're happy with the way you are then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and you can just batter them off like you can just you know go away nothing to do with you I'm great I feel great if some you know if if you have experienced weight gain during lockdown and that is something that you you don't want in your life then that's about taking control again and thinking right how can I make myself feel better if that is your concern um and we always say this with you know with weight gain if you're okay with how you look and you're standing in front of the mirror and you're going yeah I love my skin I love my body I love you know inside I love all of it then it's fine but if you do want to make a change you are entitled to do that as well Um, yeah Absolutely. Is and that also, right? does that come out right? Yeah, yeah. no, it, it does. And I just think a lot of us are maybe worried. I mean, you know, we've aged in a year, haven't we? If someone hasn't seen us for a year, we're going to oh, look, yeah. of course, we're going to look different when we see them. But everyone is in the same boat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone. And I'd like to think that if you haven't seen someone for a year, they're going to be happy to see you rather than be judging what you now look like a year later. Um, and I think, like Zoe said, it's all it's all about us and how we feel. Um, I think we, we worry so much about what others are going to think of us. But actually, how much... I mean, I don't really notice if someone looks different when I see them. Oh, unless God, they like, dyed either. their hair pink or something. You know, like really obvious. I don't even think James would notice if I like, you know, have my hair cut. Like he, he doesn't know. You know what I mean? We don't actually notice these things like that much about other people. Anybody um, that's noticing and commenting on the way that you look as well, like get rid of them in your life. It's just like you yeah. wish want someone to give you a nice warm hug and say, God, I've missed you. Not, oh, yeah, have you exactly. I mean, what a load of yeah. bullshit that people are still putting that stuff onto other people. Exactly. Someone, someone's written here, um, getting a bit fed up that now fully vaccinated, the in-laws still won't have the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, in-laws. Come on, in-laws, for goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> have your grandchildren back yeah they've just got used to it now they're like to my mum I'm like mum I'm getting really sick of looking after your grandchildren (laughs) 
I mean, Can we're laughing just... about it, but they've probably got used to like having a pristine house and like, you know, yeah. oh, fizzy Fridays are back on. We don't have to have the kids for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm doing my babysitting at the moment. I'm babysitting Rufus so my mum and dad can go out on Friday uh, night. You know, I hope, hope they're going to return the favour. Rufus the dog, but, you by know, the way, for anyone Yeah, Rufus know. is the dog. Yeah, it's not my mum and dad's child. Um, uh, I think you need yeah. to have the conversation, George. We Everyone, always say that. Yeah, have the conversation. Exactly. What are they worried about? Why are they still worried? Why are they still full of fear? What's going on? Mm. Have that chat with them and just say, look, we would really love yeah. you to see the kids. They're desperate to see you. Um, what's the issue? I would just be really We really honest. want to go out. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Feeling in a rut, lacking confidence and glow, hiding in slouchy stuff and masks. How to snap out of it? Good question to end on. Yeah. I think loads of people feel like this. Yeah, I God, really yeah. do. I really do. It's interesting, like how many people, when you're out and about in places where y- you would never wear leggings before, you know, like nice restaurants in London, you walk past, you would get dressed up for in the past. People are sitting, you know, outside in leggings and hoodies and whatever. Yeah. I think so many people are you know they they enjoy it they're like you know what I'm comfortable I've been comfortable this year you know why why was I you know always having to get dressed up before and some people want to carry that forward and that's fine like absolutely fine um for me I'm in the middle somewhere you know like I'm quite happy in some slouchy stuff I don't feel the best but I want to get back out there um and it sounds like um this this person is lacking confidence and you know and hiding in that stuff so I guess it's about yeah what what can you do to make your yourself feel like you again well what, what is loads, that lo- yeah loads yeah. of things there are loads of things and I think we're talking about um a lot about kind of skincare for self-care, maybe starting there that actually doing, you know, um, something as simple as a hair mask or a tan or you're bleaching your moustache or, you know, maybe whatever it is that it's not just about doing it. It's more about putting back into you so that you, we've forgotten about ourselves the last year. And I don't want to belittle that by thinking, I'll just do a beauty treatment and you'll feel better. That's not, and and that's why I say skincare for self-care. It's not, it's it's not about like just doing a treatment. That's not what I mean at all. But if you start the small things, you start like do your nails maybe, and then you can tackle it's baby steps, right? It's finding those things that make you feel confident again, putting back into yourself, you know, a 20 minute, yoga or stretch in the mornings you know finding a really great pair of jeans that you feel amazing in you know just start it's like those little things that we've got with just stop reaching for the tracksuit bottoms in the morning and just try you know what I'm going to get dressed today because I deserve it these things sound so trivial going for a blow dry having you know self-tan but actually they're not because they were the things we used to do regularly that made us feel like us right and you know so we don't have much free time and if that if you're free time was spent you know going to the hairdressers going to the beauty salon that is a part of you you know and it and I just don't think it those things should be be kind of belittled because they do make people feel good you know the whole thing when hairdressers shut you know some of the letters that hairdressers were getting from you know like women saying how how awful they feel because coming to coming to the hairdressers was the only time that they get to really unload because they have a really stressful job there's just so much more to the beauty industry than you know just how the way you know how it makes us look it's 
absolutely about how it makes us feel. So um, do all those things that make you feel like you again. Two days ago, I put on a lycra floral jumpsuit and I strutted my arse off down (laughs) Old Compton Street in Soho and I looked ridiculously extra, but it made me feel really, really good. Like no one's looking at you, but I felt like Carly Minogue strutting down Old Compton Street and it made me feel really, really good. And I just thought, yeah, this is what I needed. It was a confidence boost that I needed. This is me. This is me. So yeah, you do what makes you feel good and do it unashamedly. Absolutely. That's the end, isn't it? It is. For this, it not is. the end. Not the end forever. Just the end for today. Um, happy Friday, wonderful people! Thank you so much for sending in all of your um, questions. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and follow the podcast. Um, it would be really fantastic if you could spread the word. And just before we go on Tuesday, we are going to be talking about baby loss. If you've been following Ashley Kane and Sophia's daughter's journey over the last eight months I'm sure you feel completely devastated with the news that she lost her life last week um, and so we always want to have these conversations and we you know, we don't want to shy away from these subjects so it is something we're going to be discussing on Tuesday's episode of the podcast. Yeah, and we both feel like it's really important to keep saying her name to Azalea. Um, We just want to send lots of love to Ashley and uh, Sophia. Um, We have no idea what it's like to go through what they're going through, but it has really moved us and uh, and really affected us, actually. So we're going to be speaking to the wonderful Elle Wright on Tuesday all around um, her baby loss journey and the journey that's led her to having her daughter, Olivia. So we look forward to chatting to you then. See you then. 